Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. We welcome straight away the only famous Linda in the history of time, apart from Linda Barron, off of Come Outside, yeah. and L- Linda uh, Vagina Blister, oh. the one with the the face the, now. Yes. It's Linda Bloody Pollock, everybody. Hello, Linda. Hello, Clinton, hello, my it's darlings. Clinton. Yes, hello, my darlings. darlings. What have you been up to, my love? I have been... Out gigging. Well, I haven't been gigging. I've been right. to a friend of mine, Steve. Yes. He's been doing some gigs, right? Right. So I went to a couple. Yeah. And the one in London, my God, Clinton, what the hell are they playing at there? Why? In what 12 way? pounds for a glass of wine. It was a large glass of wine, but still, I could have right. bought two, maybe three bottles for that. Right. Okay. You know, depending on the quality. Yeah. Um, and then, and they also didn't talk to me when they were pouring the wine out. Why do they chat? Who, behind the bar? Yeah. What are you talking about? It's he a just crowded... him and his mate. He wasn't crowded. He just didn't say out. He just poured, he poured the expensive wine and basically it was, take your wine and piss off. What did you expect him to say? <laughs> well, I expected him to soften the blow of £12 by being at least a little bit smiley. Yes. That would have been something, wouldn't it? Yeah, but it was London, so I got ignored while he carried on his conversation. Thank you friend. for that wonderful anecdote. What did you tell... You told me earlier that you were slightly disappointed at this gig. Yeah. My mate Stephen's giving it six now on stage, right? Six now on stage. Yeah, I like that. I heard that phrase. I like it. He's giving it six now. Yeah. He is brilliant mm. and deserves to be adored and applauded and paid attention to. Yes. Meanwhile, I'm facing the stage. I'm quite near the back. So yeah. maybe they thought it was a free-for-all back there. It was not a free-for-all. It was people who really wanted to see yeah. but were on tippy-toes. Right. Like me. And there were um, clusters of people just having a chat. chat. Right. But not like, oh, that was funny, oh, wasn't no, it? Or not like, oh, I like this one. Or not like, do you want another bit? I know. It was, oh, yeah. So I said to Trevor. Yeah. yeah. It was a full conversation in full voice. I've got to tell you, I was at Hebden Bridge doing a gig. Lovely gig at a trades union place. Uh, my friend Ben Aidy does it. It's a, it's a lovely, lovely gigs. A lot of top people there. And it was rammed. And right at the front were a couple of sort of, I'm not going to use the word crusties. That makes me out to be a but I know what you're talking about. 
talking about? Bit sort of rude, a little bit pissed and talking all the way through it. Now, after a while, you can do a sort of make a joke about it, but after a while, it's just annoying, isn't it? Yeah. So in the end, it carries on. They're actually having a full, loud conversation. I had to say, can, why, can you stop talking? And the woman says to me, do you mind? We're having an argument. I said, well, fuck off, Evan! <laughs> I thought you were insensitive for objecting. <laughs> she said it's a private conversation. Well, don't have it in public then, you silly moo. Bloody hell. I tell people. you what, here's a funny one. We, we, do you remember Saving Private Ryan? Yes. Because right? it's not just in live theatre where people talk. We were at the cinema. Oh, God, the cinema. Oh, and you having your bastard. phone on. I've seen people texting. You can see the oh, bloody light from a mile off. I know. I've turned around, I've heard people talking and said, excuse me, do you mind? I'm trying to make a phone call here. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I, we went to see Saving Private Ryan and we went with a family friend, right. David. Yeah. And he's quite an old man. He's no longer with us, but though I do convene with him every now and then. And he was he's an expert on the bloody Normandy landings. Right. So, Jesus Christ, you know, I was trying to join the film. He's right in my ear and he's like sort of, oh, no, yeah. uh, the Americans, uh, the science allowed at Utah and Omaha. No, they, they, would, they would have been cut off there, the content Peninsula. No, no, no the, the port facilities at Cherbourg would, would never have allowed them. Oh. I'm like, shut up! You oh. know, it was embarrassing. But you're with the Talker. I'm with the talker. And also, he was someone who clearly knew his subject. So it seemed a little bit, you know, mean to go, shut up. Yeah, yeah. You can't even say it's pretend. It was all real, you know what I mean? You know, I've been there and I've heard it all in the cinema. Is that your willy? You know, and that's yeah. mostly in the back. Yeah, I've heard it People all. People don't do that in the back anymore. Well, they do. <laughs> oh, that's an expensive well wank, isn't it? <laughs> right, I would like to... Apologise now for that terrible comment. I'm having sex at the moment. That was Linda <laughs> who used the W word. <laughs> Let's move on, please. Now this is my bloody favourite, right? From uh, Take a Break, mm. Fate and Fortune. The angel mystic Amanda Took connects with your angel helpers to bring you success. Ooh. But I think this is a bit of a now look. As you know, I'm into all this. Well, this is by the very nature of this podcast. Yes. But this lady, right, I mean, honestly, she's answering questions. This is a very serious question. Get this. I'm 80 years old, disabled and housebound. I have lived in my housing social flat for six years, but it's not wheelchair friendly. It's left me feeling utterly trapped. My health is not good. And actually, a bundle of laughs, this one. And I haven't been out in three years, apart from when I get transport to take me to the hospital. Oh, dear. Don't worry, we'll cheer up a bit later. I desperately need to move to a ground floor flat so I can get out. And I have to home somewhere near my daughter too so she can help me more. However, I've been on the council waiting list for three years and I'm getting really desperate. I'm sending you a picture of two silver rings. Right. I always wear one is silver and enamel. The other one is silver and amethyst, which is my birthstone. Can you see if there's a move coming for me soon, please? Yasmin, 80, Brighton. Now... You think that's getting quite serious? I wouldn't be sending me bloody rings to a woman at um, Take a Break, no. Fate and Fortune. Which no. I'd speak to the bloody council and her daughter. What's her daughter playing at? What's she playing at? First of all, three years they must have forgotten. 
go on that bloody phone and raise hell. Unfortunately, it's the creaking gate that gets oil, doesn't it? Not the gate oh, that sends your jewels through the post, valuables through the post to some stranger. I think it's absolutely bloody appalling. See what the advice is, look. I'm sorry to hear you've been struggling with this situation for so long. Good news is on the horizon, though, and within a few months, you'll be on the move. Yeah. How do you know? Come well, she on. doesn't know. Why don't you get in touch with him, you silly moo? I can see your new flat being on the ground floor and being slightly bigger. Yeah, go on, give her dreams. Give her dreams, yeah. You'll also have a lot more visitors. Oh, going to magic some friends, are we? And get out far more than you are now. Oh, come on. This is actually quite bad. Terrible. And there's a poor old lady there sat in a wheelchair, picture her in her home. You, you make me feel such. I keep pressing the wrong bloody one. Do you know what a beard is? Well, um, it is a, a euphemism for yes. a gentleman who has a girlfriend or a partner of the to opposite... To cover up the fact. To cover up the, se- the fact that they are homosexual. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of preparation for the tour, and this weekend we had a trip to the wig people in Stratford. Yes, we do wear wigs in the second half of the show, Clinton Baptiste versus Ramon. But the rest is completely your own, right? The rest is entirely my own hair. Is that your willy? So, <laughs> have a listen to this. Ramon's very cheeky about a new lady friend I've got, referred to her as a beard. You won't believe this. We are... We're having... Well, I'm going to admit, to the second half, we might not be having our own hair. So we're just with a wonderful lady, Sandra Smith, who is uh, helping us with our hair. I've got Ramon in the chair now. What do you think, Ramon? So the beard's coming off, Sandra. Yeah, the beard's coming off. You know all about beards, don't you? Oh, I knew you'd say that. That's kind of obvious. Yeah, the beard's coming off. No, no, no. This is a reference to a lady friend of mine that uh, Ramon is referring to as a beard. I think we know what that means. Although, funny enough, she does actually have a beard, doesn't she? She That mole drives me nuts. Mold? Mole? Oh, that mole, yeah. Well, she had to cover it up with a massive beard. On her chin. I thought it was an eyelash and pulled it and she had a head nearly cut. Yeah, a little bit hurtful about someone who I'm involved with romantically, but, you know. Well, you know, it's just one of the things, you know, a wee Christmas bauble on your chin, that's nice. Yeah, that's right, but I like that. That attracted me to it. Do you tie things on it at Christmas time? I have done at Christmas. He's a cheeky bastard, this one, isn't he? And what about you and your love life, Ramon? And that's, yeah, right, I think we know about that. I think we know about that. I think we're hoping that um, Ramon might bring... A little special someone to see us on tour. You never know. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. I'm sure she'll be an over 18 because of the language you come out with. It's a little bit blue, anyone who's coming, but it's not too bad. I mean, not the kids are like at school. The language, Jesus Christ. It's fucking disgusting what they come out with, isn't it? Some of it. Yeah. Well, look, we're we're just suffice to say that the the, the hair is wonderful. It's going to be wonderful for the show. Uh, Ramon's bringing a saucer of milk for his uh, to leave in the dressing room and um, we're going to see you on tour any last words for everyone who's coming to see the show just hurry up and buy your tickets will you yeah that's right in fact if you don't come and buy the tickets it's, it's all the same to us so we don't go <laughs> see something else yeah if you can't make it alright plenty of other shite on right. the telly ok well that's uh, not exactly an endorsement of the show but anyway see you on tour 
He's a cheeky bleeder, isn't he? But listen, ladies and gentlemen, please come and see the show. We're all over the country. We, by the time this goes out, we will actually be all over the I country. Know, I know, and mm. they will not know what's hitting. They won't know what's hitting. Please come and see the show. It's called Clinton Baptist versus Ramon. And we're rehearsing. As, as I speak to you now, we're rehearsing very, very hard. Yeah. And I think it's going to be an absolute corker. However, I digress. Now it is time for our... <laughs> This week's a fella called Gareth. Uh, Gareth Spreadbury, he is a police sergeant. I I believe he's from the West Midlands Police Force. And he wrote us this letter. Can we have some sort of public service music? Spooky police? Spooky police music. Very good. When I was living with my ex-partner... He's put a full stop there, should be a comma, don't matter. I've always had a connection with the spiritual, with hearing high pitch pitches in my... Tell he's a policeman, and rather than some sort of English teacher. <laughs> and seeing things in the corner of my eyes, or smelling smells that shouldn't be around, that smell like loved ones. <laughs> Linda farted in the kitchen. Things I like never. that. No, you did not. I've tried to develop um, a, a sense of paranormal, but I don't think I will ever get to your level. It's a bit convoluted, the way he's written this. Anyway, I went to bed with my partner one night, and throughout the night, I was tossing and turning for some reason. About 3am, I woke up and got a glass of water, which you don't need to know your fucking life story, was at the side of my bed. As I went to hit my head back on the pillow, I looked towards the TV, and there was an old woman standing at the end of the bed. Shit myself. Hold on. Where is it? Nearly shit myself. Nearly shit myself. I screamed and turned the lights on. Waking, should be a comma, my partner and pretty much the whole of the house. I told my partner, let's get on with it. I told my partner what happened and she said it was just a dream and to go back to sleep, caring. Which I did, but I felt that my back was a bit sore and thought nothing of it. When I got up the next morning, I went downstairs and was speaking with my partner's dad. Blimey, can you do it when you've got the partner's parents in the house, weirdo? As we all lived together, and my partner came down, I wasn't wearing a bed shirt or anything because that's how I roll. Oh my God, so in front of her mum and dad. Yeah. And when my partner saw, she said, oh my God, how have you done that? I said, done what? And then she turned to me and said, I've got three scratches on my back that looked like claw marks and they looked like they were fresh and had been bleeding. Oh, God. Sergeant Spreadbury, don't take up writing novels. Whatever you do. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was like, that's weird. But then it was weirder and her dad oh. turned around and said, that's odd because I've woken up with the same thing. Ah! And he took his top off yeah. and there on his back yes. were... Identical scratches to mine, bloody and sore, the same size, same width, three in a line like a claw. Oh, God. I didn't know what the shitty hell was going on, so I started to tell him the story from last night. My partner's dad went... No apostrophe. I know. Went on to tell me that there was an old woman who used to live there. There was an old woman... Women who used used to to live there. there. Go on. Oh, and that she had been murdered by her husband many years ago. And there were reports that when they were buying the house, that it was haunted, and that allegedly this ghost didn't like men, which was bloody clear, as I think it was her who scrammed both of our backs. Scratched, he means. As you can imagine from that night, I slept with one eye open. You do have a dirty bottom, I've seen it. 
After that, you would, wouldn't you? This, well, listen, the second... All right, if you didn't like that one, get this one. We'll get through the second one very quickly. This, have you got any Irish um, scary music? Well, I mean, is it appropriate? Uh, well, it's an, it features an Irish one, this one. All right, have this. This... The second story, oh, that's nice, was when I was a PC and I went to a sudden death of an Irish gentleman called Patrick. When searching his house, which is standard to do after a death to look for ID, next of kin details, my partner and I found over £32,500 in little envelopes in the amount of about 180 to, Too much detail, Gareth. Anyway, found a load of money. Poor bugger didn't trust banks, wise in hindsight, and had with, withdrew his pension... Fucking illiterate. Every week, or whatever it was, and stashed it around the house. People are barely educated nowadays. Anyway, fast forward, as you probably are with this story, <laughs> three months later, and I was sat with this spiritualist on my first appointment. As all, I never been one before. It was a first appointment, as you've said, yes. And just looking at expanding my experience. Having read my reading, the lady said to me, you a copper? You're a copper. And I said, yes. That sounded like Barry from next door. <laughs> she said, you dealt with a death recently. She said, it was an old Irish gent. And he's... I tell you what, let's just leave that. Because basically, <laughs> you get what happened. It, she, he went to see a spiritualist lady. And she knew about Patrick. That, and about and Patrick his pounds. And his pounds and all the rest. And at the end of it said... Do you like to chase me down donuts? How crazy is that? Also, I have a funny story about a death and We're a piece right. of vinyl. We're, We're all right, right, Gareth. I think, but I can leave that for another day. Yes, I think we probably can. <laughs> Let's speak to Gareth now. Well, I am delighted to say he's on the Zoom with us for our... Public service section. It's... Police Sergeant Gareth Spreadbury. It sounds like a pretend name, doesn't it? It does, but but it's not. It's real. We're told. We're assuming we can um, go by this testimony. Yes. Because it's his real name, and we know where he lives, and we can see his kitchen We now. can see his kitchen now, which looks a bit like... What's been going on in there, Gareth? It's, it's, it's not a kitchen. It's my little office basement thing. Ooh. Oh! Oh! Office basement where... Yeah, presumably keep, they take keep, the yeah, keep the bodies. And beat May I ask a personal question? Yes. Where did, when did you? Where did you obtain those cheesy dreamies from? Because they had none in my Tesco's yesterday, and I've well, got behind I've him. Fears. Behind yes. him. Yes. Well, my wife's a vet, so she got contacts. Oh, you're kidding! No, I don't mean no. no I don't mean about the vet. I mean that you're married. Jeez. <laughs> It's taken long enough to get there, Clinton, I can tell you. Oh, dear, that was a sort of a joke jemmied in there. Well, listen, Gareth, you are a Welsh fella. Is that correct? Yeah, we'll give it away. I'm guessing you're from... I'm going to say Newport. Is that... Your skills are unparalleled. You're right, it is Newport. You know why? Because I am a clairvoyant, medium, bloody psychic. Mm. Will you be coming to see us in Cardiff, where we do our show? I yes. am. I am coming to see you in Cardiff, yes. Oh, um, fantastic. I can't wait. You are... Well, tell your face. <laughs> Gareth... Please, look, we've just read the two stories. My favourite is the one about the claws rather than the Irishman. Mm. Um, what, I mean, are you a man who believes in the supernatural? Are you like Linda, just ligging off me with no real interest? I'm not ligging. I'm here to inject a little bit of sanity in science. No, I, I'm proper into it. I, I, I've been told I've got a connection with spirit and various other things. I've 
gotten to loads of spiritualists and various different bits and bobs and I can hear high pitched sounds sometimes which are meant to be spirits talking to you and that's just me that. on the podcast. Why don't you come to me if you're a big believer? Because we well, could... I, I, I... I've tried, but it just seems that you're fully booked all the time. I am fully booked, thank you very much. All variety of stars. Timmy Mallet, David Van Day, Kim Woodburn off of the cleaning programme. All yes. the greats. Tell me this. Did you believe that what happened to you was a supernatural event with the claws, yeah, the claws particularly? I'm not to say yeah. about the Patrick fella. It absolutely was, because there's no, no reasonable explanation for anything. Well... Oh, here we go. Well, did you have a cat back then? Because I often wake up covered in scratches that I have not inflicted upon myself. No, no cat, no nothing. Did anyone else have a cat? You know, who? because I mean, there's a number of people who, you know, t took part in that event. Did they yeah, have no, cats? No pets, no nothing. Just uh, me, the ex-partner and uh, mum and dad. Okay, well, I just got to say something about Linda. I would never trust her because... Linda put wrong paper in recycling. And also likes to dismiss rather exciting paranormal events. Probably a double uh, a bluff because I suspect Linda is a ghost or a witch herself on account of... Three saggy tits. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get on with it, Gareth. Tell me, is there still a scar there? Can you show us a scar? No, there's no scar. I've got plenty of tattoos, but no scar. Don't try and distract us with that, in buffness. What? Um, how long ago was it? Oh, we're talking now probably about a good seven, eight years ago. And the other people, presumably you're not speaking to the lady friend, that's that's often... Yeah, I don't, they don't keep in touch anymore, funnily enough, since oh. I married someone else, so it's... Uh, okay, yeah. okay. And has she ever woken up with a gash on... Uh, I'm not even... Oh. Don't even touch! Linda! Fuck I've woken up with a gash or two, but I'm not sure she has. Ugh. Well, Gareth, that was not meant to be rude in any way, and I would like to apologise for anybody who thought that I was being deliberately, well, dirty. Apology accepted. There. Yeah. Gareth, what other things have you... Has anything else happened? I mean, I know we've heard about the Irishman, and you firmly believe that, Who's do that? you? Fir oh, someone's coming through. You firmly believe that the, the Irish uh, question was... Not the Irish question. <laughs> Don't want to ask about that. <laughs> not Momo like... and all that. Let's keep it like... You know, the thing is with the Irishman. Do you, do you firmly believe that that was also a case of the supernatural? Yeah. Do you want me to go through that story, or...? Oh, fuck. No, I think we've had enough. So, listen, <laughs> keep up the good work! Thank you. How's how's business at the moment? It's a growth industry crime, isn't it? Well, it's, it's crazy busy. Well, you'll know, because you probably got contact with Her Majesty Royal oh, since uh, she got him, she? Honestly. Hey, with who? What? Her Majesty? Yeah. No, I'm deliberately not mentioning that. But what I will say is, it's, I do a lot of work with the police. You know, my clairvoyant work. I'm in touch with Scotland. I crested a dick. I can get dick 24-7. <laughs> anyway, Wait. listen. What? No, I was going to say, we could do with you up in the West Midlands then, clearly. Yeah, we could do with something. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, Gareth Spreadbury. Thank you for your service. section. Thank you for your service, Gareth. And if you ever see Gareth, he's got a lovely big beard. That's not a reference to the current lady friend he's with. That's an actual beard on his face. And he's also got dreamies on tap, which makes him a double catch. Yeah. yeah. All right, mate. Well, listen, thank you very, very much. You got any questions for us or do you not really give a shit? 
bad. Do not really care, to be honest? <laughs> no, I've got done. I've got done. <laughs> okay, Gareth. Well, lots of love. Thank you. Thank you. Gareth fading now. Fading now. 
other interesting things to say apart from I'm not sure which one he was. Right. And again. <laughs> so just to go back to Greyfriars Kirkyard, this is true. I was there and I had relatives there. And as I said, we went to Nando's. The no, no reclaimer. We went to Nando's. You know, there's a Nando's opposite yeah. Greyfriars Bobby. Oh, is there? In that area, just near the Scottish Museum. The, oh, the, how the how national... in keeping? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> very, very Scottish, the Portuguese chicken <laughs> chain. And we went there. That's someone phoning the Skype. That's someone phoning the Skype. Well, they left a li- nice message. Anyway, um, I went there, and you know you can buy sort of nuts, you know, these nuts, sort of dry-roasted nuts, yes. while you're waiting for your food. Yeah, it makes you thirstier. And That's do- it, yes. of course. And I was there with Barry's family, and we were having a bottle of wine. And it was a terrible moment where I laughed at this, and there was a young girl, probably only about early 20s, and I'm quite an old man now, so yes. be warned, anyone. You do, at some point in your life, pass through an invisible force field where it's no longer acceptable to do this sort of thing and be what be aware that it will happen yeah so um she was there and i bought the this this sort of dry roast a little tiny bowl of dry roast you can have and I, and I couldn't carry that plus the wine no and she said do you want to take the wine and i'll hold your nuts <laughs> and i laughed and said uh well there's no need for something yeah which you something know, classy something classy and she went very very red in the face and the moment was an appalling moment because you know i was old enough to be her granddad probably yeah. and it was awful so oh that's it i had a similar experience in america you held someone's nuts, so no. It was just a, it was just a miscommunication, right. uh, but I don't think we did very much for the special relationship. What you meant to say, please can I have some wine. You actually said Ooh, there was no wine involved for a, for a change. Right, it came downstairs to breakfast. I was mm. staying in this place where uh, they make your bed and breakfast. It was a bed and breakfast. Place. Yes, okay. And she'd been baking. Right. And I said to her, "Oh, that smells gorgeous." Yes. And she said, "Oh." Um, yeah, I've been baking. She was American. Yes, that's and I went, how they speak. Oh, I thought I could smell your buns. Well, apparently in America. Mm. Yeah, it means your bottom. Yeah, your bum cheeks. Oh, my God. She must have thought I was saying something about her being sweaty. Disgusting. Mm. Is that when you wash your bottom? You should have said to her. Anyway, the tour guide. Let me get on with it. They were nice buns. They were nice buns. We've had enough bottoms now. The tour guides took us to the prisoner cells at the back of the churchyard, where there had been lots of reported poltergeist activity in the nearby flats. Don't scoff. This is what I believe in. Mm. Object. Objects moving, doors slamming, etc. They advised us that the other tourists had experienced feeling mysterious hot and cold spots in the cells. And a young boy who did the tour with his mum discovered, get this, scratches on his face after he left the churchyard. People attending on their own were particularly vulnerable. Who were, I thought, but was not too worried. We all entered the churchyard and the guides told us some spooky stories. Absolutely nothing paranormal happened and we all went home. The next day, I flew home to Stansted Airport and as I was waiting for my luggage to be returned, I felt a little tingle on my left left wrist. Oh, my God. I pushed up my cardigan sleeve and to my horror and surprise saw ten individual scratches on my left forearm. I'd worn said cardigan the previous night, this was Edinburgh and so was Chile, and didn't at any point have my arm exposed to anything that would have scratched me. Freaky! I told the story to my ex-boyfriend's mum as I travelled on some flight vouchers she bought me before we split up. Excessive detail. Needless detail. So I wanted to let her know how it all went. Oh, hang on a minute. It's your ex-boyfriend's mum. Oh, yeah. Oh, let it go. You know why? She she had nothing to say about it because... Yeah, because she's a witch. Yeah. I wanted to let her know how she went. And, and, And she was of the opinion that the ten scratches represented two hands. Oh, that 
that's bloody horrible. That is a little bit scary, that one, yes. She'd been a nurse at Leeds General years ago and had experienced trays of surgical instruments tipping on the floor in the middle of the night, doors opening by themselves, and so was a believer in all this bullshit. I, I can feel the spirit in my arm. That's ironic. That's what Ruth said. <laughs> bloody hell. Then she says, fading now, fading now. I hope you enjoyed my tale. Yeah, it's all right. And love everything you do, she says. It was brilliant. Oh, I yeah. loved it, Rachel Pavitt, with a kiss. Thank you so much, Ra- Rachel Pavitt. Is it Pavitt or Pavitt? It doesn't matter. It she's she's like Shakespeare. Matter. She spells it different every time. And now we have an interview with the fabulous Ninia Benjamin, oh. who I do lots of gigs with. She's bloody brilliant. Have a listen to this. She's not a believer. She's a bit like you, Linda. Have a listen to this. Sensible. I'm here in Melton Mowbray in Leicestershire about to do some of my sacred readings. I've got, I'm here with Ninia Benjamin. Eagle-eyed listeners will know I've done a lot of gigs with her in recent years and she's just absolutely torn the place apart next door. Ninia, how are you, Mallow? I'm very well. Thank you. Ninia, I wanted to speak to me... Well, I'm going to ask you... Yeah. ...to speak to me about the supernatural, about strange things, about ghosts. No. What do you mean? Because I don't do that. I don't do that shit. Can Why you not? shit on your thing? <laughs> so, if you like, no, my love, say something... I hate, I hate all that fucking... I mean, I hate Why? that. Why? What? I don't ho- watch horror films ever since an uh, ex-boyfriend of mine took me to the West End and it was like... Then to watch The Exorcist, I said, Oh my days, and I hate them omen. Yeah, anything, yeah. anything like devilly and all that foolishness. No, yeah, I'm not yeah, speaking nothing yeah. supernatural. Is it anything to do with any religious no, belief of yours? It's nothing to do with it. It's just horrible. Why you want to go fart about? I'm with not farting. How dare you accuse me of farting about? I'm one of this country's leading paranormalists, folks say. Yeah, but why? Why are you delving into an unknown? Which is unknown. I don't have any choice in it. They come to me, Ninia. I'm not going out there looking for it. I was born with this gift, and it is a gift. It may be a gift. Right. However, you can say no to gifts, I can't know. say it. Do you know what I've got on my shoulder now? What? I've got Elvis Presley here, and he's... What's that? He's saying to me, he's all shook up about you fucking not saying anything. Elvis, come it, on. Listen, listen, listen. He's very upset about it. Listen, them, those people want to be resting. They want to be in peace. It says rest in peace. Yes, that's Not right. rest in Can't coming... podcast. Yeah, exactly. Resting podcast. <laughs> yes, coming into... into manifesting themselves into you and how do you know that they're always manifesting themselves into your voice box how do you know somebody hasn't come into your elbow sorry about this sorry about this listeners we've got an unbeliever here what do you mean how do i know they're not coming into my elbow exactly how do you know that they're coming into your head they're coming to i don't know what they're doing to be Ed. But how do you know they haven't come to your kneecaps? Elvis, how do you know? Elvis has just come in my ears, all right? And I want, and he wants me to ask you, surely there's something that's strange that's happened. There's not necessarily conjuring up spirit. Okay. I can tell you what's... What, Fucking hell, at last. I can tell you what's happened now. Happened to me strange. I'm... Right, here we go. Just a second. Linda, can you put on the spooky music at long last? Here we go. I went to um, Lidl's. Yeah. <laughs> is this you taking the piss? Right, go on. 
and I bought a pair of snow boots for £14.99. <laughs> right, £14.99 pair of snow boots, snow boots yes. Oh, the middle arm, yeah. Right, okay, oh, I know, yeah, the, the Isle of Dreams. That is at least 15 years ago. And do you know what is the strangest thing? I still got them. They lasted. Is that it? <laughs> Right, we're gonna piss take her. Thank you very much. Over and out, Ninia Benjamin. Now, people are still getting in touch with me about Ruth and saying I've been a little bit unfair. Really? Yeah, you want to live with her. You've met her a number of times. The thing she's accused me of, and also the invasion of my ginnel some months ago. Yes. Because I am finding it very difficult to forgive, if I'm honest. She's a very difficult person to be around. Yeah. Anyway, this is what happened with Ruth recently when she stayed in my house. How? Ruth! 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 The meter! All the meters are going! Have you got electricity? Oh, God. Excuse me, Ruth, I'm looking at the meter down there. I've got the gas and electric. Do you know what she's costing? What? All the bloody lights are on up here! I didn't turn them on. It's not me, it's a ghost. What are you talking? Don't be ridiculous. It's costing a bloody fortune. Do you know how much these things cost? Tell the ghosts. They turn which, lights which on. Which ghost? Well, the, the ghost has used your hairdryer as well. The, the, the dryer's on there. You can, the, what are those tongs? What, they're just plugged in. Do you know how much this costs, this bloody stuff? I've let you stay for a few days. It's costing me a fortune. It's not Where's me. Where's the ghost? Where's the ghost? Which ghost is doing her hair? <laughs> It's, it, it's Marilyn Monroe. It's the ghost of Marilyn Monroe. She's doing her hair. Oh, She's so used your heated rollers as no, well. And, your, Mon- and no. your bleach. She's dyed her hair. Where is she? Where is... Where's Mar- Ma- Marilyn? where are you hiding, my love? Where are, where is she? Well, she's making herself look nice because she's is got she? a date with the pres- president. The d- she's going on a date, so she's making herself look ever so nice. And she does look nice because I can see her. Do you think you can ask Marilyn to contribute to the electricity bill then please i can ask her i can ask her but okay because i I noticed it might be marilyn who's in the shower an awful long time today where i could see the meter going up she was doing she was doing her hair she was doing her hair was she yeah for for the date right okay well you can tell jfk wherever the fucking hell it is i want some money for my electricity and gas bill please i'm telling them just hang on a minute. They said they could. They could said they could give you a lift to the restaurant they're going to. They're going right, to a fancy okay. restaurant. They said they give you a lift. Right. Okay. Which, where, which is the fancy restaurant round here? Hang on. Let me ask them. Jesus Christ. Where are you going? They're going to the Toby Carvery. The Toby Carvery. Mm. Yeah. Marilyn and JFK, whatever his name is. They're going there. That's what they're they going said. To the that's what, yeah, that's what they right. said for a date. Okay. Right, okay. Well, I suppose the salad bar, you know, it's non you know, you can eat as much as you like salad bar there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and you and you can have as many bits of meat as you want on the plate. Yeah, you can okay. mix it up and fish as well if you want to. Okay. 
Ruth, I'm not paying you this week. Do you understand? Yeah. You've spent an absolute fortune. You've been in my shower. You've used up a lot of electricity. Well, it wasn't me. And Marilyn and JFK. And I don't give a shit. And who was it yesterday? Mother Teresa using the tongs. She doesn't bloody use tongs, does she? Where's that tea towel on her head? No, she was using the tongs and she was on the toilet for such a long time. Yes, as she well. was. I couldn't get in there. Mother Teresa on the bog, wasn't it? Yeah, she was right. in there. Okay. Can you tell Mother Teresa, Marilyn and JFK to fuck off out of my house and take you with them? Back now to my favourite publication from Fate and Fortune. Yes, it's the old misery guts himself, Gordon Smith, the psychic barber. He helps you to understand the spirit world. He seemingly don't bloody believe in any of it. You know the thing about barbers sometimes, you go in and you say, can I have a, I don't know, a Tom Cruise, or can yes. I have a, and you come out with the same cut. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what he's like with his answers. Oh, he really is like that. I mean, he's a real misery guts, this fella. Anyway, he's saying this. Oh, no, someone's asked this question. You're like this. <laughs> Read out the headline. Will I meet Meatloaf on the other side? I'm a Meatloaf super fan. <laughs> I, oh, put the scary music on. Ooh. Not no Meatloaf, for Christ's sake. We've lost enough listeners as it is. <laughs> I'm a Meatloaf super fan. I know all his lyrics and used to try and see him whenever he toured. Obviously, I was devastated when he died earlier this year. It was always my dream to meet him in person. Do you think when I die, I'll get the chance? I don't know why I'm laughing. Because you know what's coming. <laughs> Do you think when I die? Yes! Well, if he sees you, he'll be like a bat out of hell if he sees you turning up. <laughs> Do you think when I die, I'll get the chance to, me to meet Meatloaf in spirit? That's Sandra49 from Shrewsbury. Well, can I just say, mm. all the people, you know, that you could I mean, when we do shuffle off, and I can assure you, because I've been there, I've been beyond the selective Yeah, and you came back. Yeah, I can, well, I can do that. Right. I can go from... Pop in and out. Pop in and out. And there are many, many people, extraordinary people you could meet. I had this on tour. At the end of my last show, yeah. you saw this. I asked the people, the members of the public, who they would like me to contact. It's a very wide open brief. Yeah. Shakespeare. Jesus Christ. Brian Tilsley. Uh, Brian Tilsley off Corrie. Um, Ron Pickering, the sports commentator. Any one of these people. Um, the blogger Don Metal Mickey. Any of these things. No, but in all seriousness, would you really, out of all those people, all the greats, want to meet TV and radio's meatloaf or brown bread, as I call him <laughs> nowadays? You know, <laughs> obviously... Killjoy, well, he's actually he's not with this Gordon Smith. It turns out he is a bit of a meat. Oh, really? Fan. Yeah, read what he says. Because normally he'd say, No, don't be ridiculous, ghost, don't do that. He's basically the Oh, he'd say that. Right? He'd say, he'd say I, I can't really remember why I'm writing for a paranormal <laughs> magazine. Go on. It should be cutting air. Yeah. <laughs> there are some people in our lives who we are connected to, even when it means they live in a very different world from yes. us. I also believe when we die, we gravitate to the spirit we were most connected to during our earthly life. You could try a real friend. I don't know. Yeah. Um, hang on. If this is the case, then I see no reason you couldn't be drawn to his energy. Blimey, what's going on with Gordon? Someone spiked Someone's, his broom. Yeah, blimey. God. <laughs> Calm down, Gordon. God. Incidentally, I knew all the words to the Bat Out of Hell album. This world's loss is the spirit world's gain. Oh, trust Gordon to, like, 
meat loaf. What a square. It's not like us. We're into all the trendy bands, aren't we? Yeah. Trying to think what they are nowadays. Yeah. The Smiths, The Cure. Oh, I don't like The Smiths the... anymore. No, Morris not after that. Bad, yeah, he's turn into a bit of a twat. <laughs> anyway, listen, that's the thing. Would you really, out of all those people, is that who you really want to go and see? But I had one, one person, out of all the people they could have could have met mm. who I was offering Harold Bishop off of Neighbours okay I mean he's the bloody fictional character for a kick off I know and how do you know you get him not Ted from Tassie do you remember when he <laughs> who knows who knows <laughs> look we had just about got time for Texas the psychic oh. horse this killed me this one this is from the same magazine here we are hold on Tony Stanton's dog Tilly from Birmingham. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's this? So this is people, get, not people. Yeah, just, just to remind Animals you, get in touch with the horse. They get in touch with this horse to go pick. Texas, the psychic horse. Do you want to know what your pet is thinking? Texas can tell you with the help of animal communicator Holly Davis. <laughs> Tony Stanton's dog Tilly from Birmingham says, "I'm with another pet, a ginger guinea pig." fascinated by it and can't stop staring at this creature. There's a, there's a lady who helps look after me too, but it's my job to care for the guinea pig. How? How? how by does, looking at it hard. How, how does that... What is that? A, a sheep dog? How does that look after the guinea pig? By staring at it. I'd feel cheated if I was that bloody guinea pig, wouldn't you? Yeah, what a shit... What a shit eternity. What a shit afterlife. Getting followed around by some daft dog. I think we've probably had enough of Texas psychic horse. I don't know. I I, I think he's kind of charming, but uh, it's also unadulterated bollocks, isn't well, it? Well, you say that. This might be, and that's part of the brief, isn't it, to unearth the charlatans. Linda, we've had a lovely time. What are you yeah. going to go and do now? I'm going out again. I'm on the razzle all Where are you going? weekend. I'm oh, going out with some friends, uh, some girlfriends, and I cannot tell you where the nights will lead us, oh. but we are going to be on the loose oh how lovely well i hope <laughs> happens at some point you know very best of luck to you i'm having sex at the moment <laughs> you could always say if i ring you during the weekend yeah uh until next time will you come back next time my darling if i survive oh good for you you will you'll be tucked up by about nine all right well <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, everyone. Well, goodbye, Linda. Goodbye, I'm now, now going to go to the Barry White song to say goodnight. Namaste, guys. So, my producer, as you know, he, he could put an effect on this and make me sound just like Barry White. Baby, I want to get hold of you and kiss you right on the lips, baby. Touch your bottom with my hands and rub your bottom round and round. My thanks, as always, to Linda. Uh, who else do we have? Rachel's letter, Gareth uh, Spreadbury, Ramon. We had Ninia Benjamin. Oh my God, we had the lot, didn't we? And thank you to you. I'm gonna creep into your bed, baby. I'm gonna kiss you on the titties Yes I am baby I love you and I need you and I want you And more than that and more than kissing you on the boobs I want you to come and see Clinton Baptiste versus Ramon ClintonBaptiste.com forward slash live See you there guys
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, all the old back catalogue, and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fading now.